Luke chapter number 18. The Lord laid this thought on our hearts just earlier today, this afternoon. And I want to share just a little bit with you. Don't intend to be long. We won't be long at all, but I just want to mind the Lord. Amen. Trust and hope that you mind the Lord as well. Luke chapter 18. I want to begin reading in verse number 35. Read down through and include the end of that chapter. Luke 18. Verse number 35, it says, And it came to pass that he was, that as he was come nigh unto Jericho, a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging. And hearing the multitude pass by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they which went before rebuked him that he should behold his peace, but he cried so much, so much the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What wilt thou that I shall do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise unto God. You may be seated. Father, Lord, as we bow in your presence tonight, God, we're certainly honored. We're certainly thankful, Lord, to be able to open up the precious Word of God. Thankful, Lord, that we can read and understand and comprehend with our own minds. And thankful, Lord, for the leadership of your Holy Ghost, Lord, that led us this way tonight. And Father, we pray tonight, God, that you'd help us. Lord, that you'd use us. God, that you'd be mindful of us. Lord, that you'd take this stammering tongue. And Lord, that you'd help us to preach tonight. God, you know how we need you. And God, we just pray, Lord, that you would anoint. And God, that you'd help us to preach in the Holy Spirit. And Father, we pray you first one that has a burden, has a need tonight, Lord, that you'd meet them right where they're at. And Father, we just want to lift you up. want to give you all glory and all honor and all praise. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. And I want you to notice tonight from these few verses of Scripture that we read, in the context of the Scripture, you'll see that the Bible says that there was a man begging. And there was something about that man that, you know, that man, the Bible says that he was blind. He could not see. But he had his ears, and he could hear. And I, I try to put myself in that position. You know, I try to put myself right where that man was at. And I could see this man sitting alongside of the road there, and and, and he couldn't he couldn't look out and see nothing. But though he could, maybe he could hear the birds just singing. Maybe he could hear a dog or uh, barking off in the distance. Maybe he can hear these sounds and and know that that there's things out there and there's things happening. Well, it wasn't long. No doubt that the, from the reading of the Scripture here tonight, we see and understand that, that He heard a great multitude of people come. And He began to question, began to wonder what was taking place uh, within, within that noise that He was hearing and that multitude of people coming by. And some of them spoke up and said, Well, Jesus of Nazareth passeth by. And I want to preach tonight on simply this, When Jesus passes by. 
Isn't it wonderful to know that great things happen when Jesus passes by? I'm glad to know that Jesus passed my way one day and made a change and made a difference in my life that mommy couldn't make, that daddy couldn't make, the preacher couldn't make, but only Jesus Himself could make and change my life the way that He did. Thank God He set me up on a solid rock and established my goings and set me on a course towards heaven tonight and only He could do that when Jesus passes by. I'm glad to know tonight things happen and things change when Jesus passes by. Glad to know that the blinded eyes are open when Jesus passes by. I thought about this tonight. I thought that there was a day in my life when I was blind. Now let me say this. I would always be able to look and see. There's never been my eyes has never been hindered where I could not see physically. But one day I was blind. My eyes were, they were shut. They were dim to the gospel of, uh, of the glorious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But thank God one day the scales fell off. Jesus opened my eyes. My eyes were made to see and see His light. And He led me to that light. And I became saved. You know, He saved me there that day. Made a difference and made a change in my life. Glad to know that things, good things happen. When Jesus passes by. I'm glad every now and then He'll pass by Union Valley. Aren't you? My goodness, I believe He rushed through this place this morning. We had a wonderful service. Two rededicated this morning. Come back to the, uh, the glories of God. We're thankful for that. Aren't you glad when Jesus passes by? I'm glad to know that the blinded eyes can be opened when Jesus passes by. If you're here tonight, you might be able to look up here and see me. You might be able to look around and see everything around you, but if you don't know Christ, you're blind. You're lost. You're blind in darkness. You need your eyes to be open and the scales to be falling off of your eyes so that you can look and see Christ. And over in Mark chapter number 7, and verses you'll find in verses 31 through 37, the Bible says that the deaf and the dumb man was healed. I want to read just a few... Praise the Lord. I want to read just a few verses over there. He talks about, he, he, he moves that, I like what he does over here. He moves that man to the side. There was a great multitude there as well. You know where Jesus was, there was always a great multitude of people. Wanting to hear and wanting to see and wanting to witness. And maybe in hopes that they themselves might be able to be touched by the Master's hand. And there was a great multitude there. Look in Mark chapter 7 and verse number 31. It says it again. I'm going to read down to verse 32. I'm going to start at verse 32. And they, and they bring unto Him one that was deaf and had an impediment in His speech. And they beseech Him to put His hand upon Him. And I like what Jesus done right here. You know, every now and then we need to separate ourselves from the crowd. We need to get, you know what? I believe we need to get alone with Jesus. My goodness, I believe it would make a difference and make a change in every one of our lives. We need to get alone with Christ. But notice what He done there in verse 33. And He took Him aside from the multitude and put His fingers in His ears. Now, Jason mentioned something this morning. That he put his finger in his ear when Jennifer was singing. Well, let me just say this. There's times when people put their ears, their fingers in their ears when I sing, but it's for another reason. 
But you know, you think what Jesus did right here with this man. He took this man and moved him to the, to the side and, and separated him from the crowd and moved him from the multitude. And the Bible says that he took his fingers and stuck his fingers in his ears and notice and he spit and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and saith unto him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And the Bible says that his ears were open. His tongue was loose. The Bible says his string of his tongue was loose. And I like what it says. I want to read verse 37. Notice this. And there, and, and we're beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. I'm glad when Jesus passes by, all things are done well. I'm glad when He passes by, not only the eyes are open, but the deaf ears are open and the tongue is loose. Thank God good things happen when Jesus passes by. Now you think about this. In John chapter number 9, you'll find that there was another blind man that his sight was restored. You know, you think about in, in verse number 1 of John chapter number 9, it says, And Jesus passed by. He saw a man which was blind from his birth. I'm glad when Jesus passes by, eyes will be open, Deaf ears will be open, Tongues will be loosed. You think about it tonight, church. Good things happen when Jesus passes by. And I want you to think about this. In John chapter number 11. You'll, well, let me, think, let me share this with you. In, in, Matthew chapter, uh, in Matthew chapter number 11, in verse number 1, I believe, or in verse number 5, I believe it is, it talks about this. It talks about John was, he was there in the prison. John the Baptist, and he, you know, John, he was the forerunner of Christ, and he went out and, and he preached boldly that the, that the Messiah is coming. He preached boldly that, that Christ was coming, and Christ was there, and, and how that John himself, he got to handle Jesus. You know, it was John that baptized him there in the Jordan River. And it was John that got to witness and see and witness the great things that Jesus had done, but you know, doubt had come in confusion maybe had come in maybe Satan had, had planted that seed of doubt there and he said are you sure you, you, th th that's not the Christ you need to look somewhere else and you know John maybe was concerned about that being in prison and he sent his disciples to Jesus and he said you go to him and you ask him is he the one or do, do we need to look for another and I like what Jesus told him notice this in verse number 4 and verse number 5 he's words in red Jesus told those disciples he said, you go and show John, I like that next word, again. You go show him again. In other words, John had already seen the things and heard the things that Jesus did. And Jesus was jogging his memory. You go back in your mind and remember what I have done. And you remember what, the things that you've seen and the things that you've witnessed. He said, you go and tell John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. When Jesus passes by, my goodness, you think, we just need to reach out and get a hold of Him. You know, in John chapter number 11, you'll find that there was a man by the name of Lazarus. He had two sisters, Martha and Mary. And we understand and know that, that Lazarus had died. He had been sick for a while. And he had died and they had sent for Jesus. Told Jesus that Lazarus... And I believe that Lazarus was a close friend to Jesus. And, and Martha and Mary had sent for Jesus and, and knew that if Jesus could come by that way that Lazarus wouldn't die. I believe that. 
I believe that Jesus had been there, Lazarus wouldn't have died. And I believe that Martha and Mary believed that and knew that as well. That's why they sent for the Master. That's why they sent for the Lord Jesus. And, they, and I believe that Jesus delayed on purpose, intentionally, so that the glory of God could be revealed and so that the glory of God could be seen. And, and Jesus stayed back just a little bit. And His disciples, He told His disciples that, Je- that Lazarus was asleep. And He went to them. And he told him to roll this stone away. And you know, they got, they kind of scolded Jesus when he got there. And he said, Lord, if you'd have been here, our brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus spoke up and he said, you will see Lazarus again. And I believe it was Martha that said, yeah, we'll see him in the resurrection. I don't think she understood at that time that she was speaking to the resurrection. And then you know, Jesus, my goodness, you think... You know what? You cannot die in the presence of the resurrection. Had Jesus been there, Lazarus would have never died. Do you think about the thief that hung on the cross beside of Jesus? You know before that thief could die, Jesus had to die. He could not die in the presence of the resurrection. But the Bible says that Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. After they rolled the stone away, and I believe this, I believe Lazarus got up and walked out of the grave. You know when Jesus passes by, you know what? Dead men walk. Do you think about that? I remember a time in my life when I was dead in my trespasses and sin. You think about it. I was just as lost and dead as can be. But thank God when Jesus passed by that way, He spoke life unto me. Thank God He passed. You know, I thought about this. I thought about that woman at the well. In John chapter number 4. And as he spoke to the disciples and he said that he must needs go through Samaria. You know, I thought about that. And you know, I, I believe this. I believe that Jesus must needs pass through Union Valley this morning. And I thought about this. On August the 8th of 1988, Jesus must needs pass through Cottageville. And he met a little... Bless the Lord, he met a little old boy that day and made a difference and made a change in his life. He saved a little 10-year-old boy that day. He must needs go through Cottageville. Aren't you glad when Jesus passes by that you can have life eternally? You can have life. of. He said, I come to give you life and that you might have that life more abundant. You know what? I have abundance of life in Christ tonight. You know what? Just like Pastor Rob spoke this morning, I don't have to die that second death. Thank God I've been born twice. December the 5th, 1977. August the 8th of 1988. Twice that I have been born. Thank God I only have to die that one death. But you know, I thought about in Luke chapter number 7. You'll find that there was a woman there, a widow woman, the Bible says, and there was a little town a little town called Nain. Yes, sir. And how that, that well, the widow woman, uh, she had done lost her husband. And the Bible says that she had lost her son. And they had him in the coffin, if you will. And they was transporting that, that young man to lay him in the grave, to lay him in the hole. And the Bible says that Jesus looked upon that woman and had compassion Amen. upon her. Amen. And I like what he told her. Now let me just ask you this. How many of you, if you lost your child, you lost your son or daughter, no doubt we would be weeping. We'd be upset. Jesus told her to weep not. 
And as he went over, and I believe he laid his hand upon that coffin, and he spoke to that young man. And the Bible says when he spoke to that young man, the young man sat up and began speaking himself. You think about that. When Jesus passes by the funeral processions, there, he stops the funeral processions. You think about it. Jesus raises the dead. Thank God when Jesus passes by, Jesus will give you life. And I thought about this, and I'll be down here in just a moment. Jesus passing by. Glad to know that Jesus passed my way one day. I thought Jeff had mentioned it this morning. Lisa had mentioned it just a few moments ago. In Mark chapter number 5, you'll find that Jesus and the disciples, they departed and went over uh, to the place of the Gadarenes. And the Bible says that there was one that lived among the tombs. His name was Legion. He said, for we are many. And he was... He was demon-possessed. And, and, and those demons had overtaken his body and overtaken him and, and how that they ran his life. And the Bible says that he lived on the mountainside among the tombs. And the Bible says that he was naked. They've tried several times, uh, multiple times, to chain him down. He had the fetters on him and had the chains. And the Bible says that he would pluck them asunder and no man could tame him, the Bible says. And he would cry out and he would scream and just like a wild man living out in the, out in the wilderness and he lived up in the mountains among the tombs. And, and we understand and know that, that the Bible says that he would take rocks and he would cut himself. Could you imagine hearing that and seeing and witnessing that? But the Bible says that Jesus crossed over to that place. And I, I, the Bible says that he ran to him, and I believe it fell. He fell at Jesus' feet and began to worship him. And you remember that the, the demon spoke up and said, "What do we have to do with thee?" You remember that, and how that he they, they wanted him not to to torment them, and how that Lisa said that he cast those demons out, and they ran into the swine, and the swine ran over the mountain violently. The Bible says and killed themselves in in the ocean. But I want you to think about this tonight. When Jesus passes by, He'll put you in your right mind. My goodness, you think about that. He'll, you know, and I thought about this. You know, when, when Jesus passes by, He'll dress you right. The Bible says that, that when, when... Now, some of the people got upset. When they seen what happened and they and they seen the loss of their of their swine that went over the went over the mountain, some of them got upset. But you know what? I, I thought about this and I wonder how often how often are do you and I perhaps aren't willing to give up something in hopes that someone else might receive the help that they need. And I thought about that man. When Jesus passed by His way, the Bible says that it went on to say there that they found Him in His right mind, seated, and clothed. He was naked. And how that Jesus... I don't know where those clothes come from, but Jesus clothed Him right there. And I thought about this. I thought when Jesus passes by, He'll make a daddy again. He'll make a husband again. He'll put a home back together again. Jesus, this man wanted to follow after Christ. They got on the boat and was about to leave and he, he, he prayed that he could go with him and Jesus said, no, he said, you go home. He had a home. 
That tells me that he had a, if he had a home, he had a family. Let me say this. It's not a home without a family. It's not a home without a spouse. It's not a home without a child. I believe that that man had children. I believe that that man had a spouse. He said, you go home. And he said, you tell of the good things of what Jesus had done for you. You think about that. When Jesus passes by, He'll put the home back together. He'll put you in your right mind. He'll show you and tell you how to dress. <laughs> I'm glad Jesus passes. I'm glad He still passes by. Thank God He'll sweep from heaven every now and then and just... I, it just seems like He just sits right down in your lap, does it not? And I mean, He's he just right there. You can reach out and get a hold of Him. I'm glad for the moments and glad for the times when Jesus passes by. Will you stand with me tonight? You know, I thought about that man, Legion, and how that the Bible says that he was demon-possessed. And how that he had those evil spirits living on the inside of him. And you know that when Jesus passes by, he'll cast out all those evil spirits. And you know, I thought about this. I thought about, about fear, anxiety, depression. All these things that you can classify, and I, I believe that those are evil spirits. You think about it. That overtakes us at times. But you know, I'm glad to know when Jesus passes by, my goodness, He'll take those things from you. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. I'm glad when Jesus passes by, He'll pass His love. He'll give you a sound mind. And give you His power and His authority tonight.